Welcome to TNT Sports Talk. Today is Thursday, September 25th. Uh, as always, it's your boy Travis Karczewski. Uh Just me today, um, but again, we are presented by D's Home Cuts, the best place around Northeast Ohio to get a haircut at a low and fair price. Um, so we had a crazy week three. A lot of different things went on, a lot of action, a lot of injuries, Uh it kind of week three kind of screwed up the NFL a little bit. What we thought of the NFL with a lot of different things that went on, a lot of you know weird games, and weird outcomes. Thankfully, we're here to break it all down. Um, Truman is not in studio today, but I did like two hours ago when I got out of class. I met him and we recorded in my car for about twenty minutes, uh, and he gave us. We went down, did a rundown of every single game from week three, uh, and just gave a couple lines on each. Um, We'll go a little bit more in depth. Uh, we got some question and answers for some certain things, but uh, we're gonna start. We're gonna start off with that. Um, then we're gonna come back into the studio. I'll wrap it up with some injury talk. I'll, we'll go to a little bit of college football. Uh, got some golf for you today. It was a huge weekend for golf in the golf world. Uh, Tiger Woods winning his first uh, golf tournament in five years. Uh, I'll talk about that. I was, everyone was watching that Sunday. Uh, we got some basketball, some baseball talk, and we got some football, and we got some question and answers for you. But first, we're going to start off with Truman's interview. Uh, we're going to go down each game, so enjoy. All right, we got Truman back in the car, back in the Volvo. Um, we're going to go through each game. Uh, how's it going? I'm doing all right. How's everyone else? We're doing all right. <laughs> all right, um... Let's go through each game. We'll go a little note on each game. Jets versus uh, Browns. Browns obviously got their first win, 21-17. to Called the Browns. You called Jets. Did you call the Browns? Yeah, I said Browns were going to win their first game. We'll see what happens now. Baker Mayfield looked good in the second half. I don't, I'm don't. i not as sure as ready to give him you know, the Rookie of the Year award yet. Uh, he's going to have to prove it. He's going to be the starter next week. But he's going to have to prove it a little bit more before I start calling him the, you know, the savior of the Browns. He looked really good. Um, he really ignited a fire in the Browns organization Thursday night. I've never seen fans happier. It looked like they won the Super Bowl. Really, like it did. But um, they just won one game. Um, <clears throat> but teams, uh, good coach teams like the Raiders and teams that... The Raiders? I mean, they got good coaches. No, they don't. They're uh, They've got three. prepared coaches. They're, uh, they're going to be able to sit down and figure out um, you know, some of the stuff that Baker does, and now they're going to have him on tape for a whole half. But I still think Baker um, will do fine. I think he's going to be very good in this league. I think the Browns found someone that uh, is going to be their quarterback. Uh, so I'm excited for the Browns. Um, Baker Mayfield looked really good. All right, Baltimore-Denver. Baltimore won 27-14. This is kind of a boring game. Not much went on. Denver is obviously was undefeated. They they lost. Uh, not anymore. They're undefeated. Both teams are now two and one. Don't really know what to make of either team yet. If they're good or not. Yeah, I still like Case Keenum. Um, I still I still like the Broncos in ways. Uh, I just feel like they're they're a sleeper team. They're not someone who's going to win the Super Bowl. But if you're a contender, if you're a fan of a contending team, you don't want to face the Broncos. Really, I don't. I don't care about the Broncos. They don't scare. Case Keenum doesn't scare yeah, me. I'm sure, the Redskins didn't scare you. <laughs> okay, uh, Giants versus Texans. Giants won 27 to 22. Are we putting the Texans? Are, are we saying they're done? They suck. I'm saying they. I'm saying they. They're gonna be bad this season. Oh and three. Bill, Bill O'Brien's done. By, Bill O'Brien is done by week eight. I don't think Bill O'Brien's gonna be done. 
You think they're going to keep him another season if they go seven and nine? There, there's a new GM. There's a new president. It's a whole new regime. He's basically starting over. I will over. put twenty bucks. Let's on the show. If they go zero and sixteen, yeah. No, if they go, let's say they go six and ten. Bill will we'll be there done. still. Yeah, nope. I'll put twenty bucks on it. All right, we'll bet. All right. All right. I swear to God, Bill, there's a new system. There's a new president, a new GM. There's been a new system there for 10 years. There's a new president. There's a new GM. There hasn't been a new president or a new GM there for the last couple years. Um, It's going to take them a little bit to get acclimated to all of that. So it's it's taken the Texans a little bit to get acclimated to everything. No, they just had injuries over the last couple years. Okay. Now everyone's healthy and they suck. Yeah, because J.J. Watt's overrated. What about Deshaun Watson? I don't think he's that good, but also he's still coming off that ACL tear. He's coming off of it. If he was coming off the injury still and they didn't think he was prepared, then why are they starting it? He went out there. When he tore, he tore his ACL, it's been under a year since he tore his ACL. So he's why bad. are they starting He's him? just not ready. Who else are going to start? Well, why are they putting him in risk? Who else are they going to start? With Wentz. They Who waited. else are they going to? Yeah, but they have Nick Foles, a reliable backup. Who's the backup? Oh, so let's throw Deshaun Watson out there with a half-torn ACL just because he's better he's than... He's better. A half-torn ACL no, Deshaun Watson. No, they wouldn't risk their future like that. Well, they already are. They are right now. Yeah. He's not as good as he was last year because he's not. his ACL is not fully yeah, healed. Yeah, so why do you think they're going to be they're fine? What? You think they're fine? You think Texans are going to be good? I think they're going. It's going to take a little bit. I think Deshaun Watson's it's not. taking them for. A I don't think bit for Deshaun forever. Watson's fully healthy, and I think you, that's the we've, problem. We've sang the same song for the Texans since I've been alive. Oh, so give them, give them a couple years. They're going to be a really, really dangerous team. And you know, when Brock Osweiler came there, everyone's like, "Oh, they're there." Nothing happened there. Tom Savage was supposed to be very good. Nothing happened there. Deshaun Tom Watson Savage looked promising. Good. And here they are again. Well, it's gonna it's gonna take Deshaun Watts to get a little bit more healthy before I uh, fully uh, make my ruling on the Texans. All right, Chiefs versus San Francisco, thirty-eight to twenty-seven. Uh, Chiefs have best offense in the NFL right now, yeah. And then San Francisco, they're done. They're done. They gotta get a reliable. They gotta get somebody else. Uh, Jimmy G's gone. Uh, for the year towards ACL. Texans. Patrick Mahomes is the next superstar in the NFL. Easily. He's very good. All right, Buffalo versus Minnesota. Buffalo took that win 27-6. to It was 20 to nothing at halftime or something crazy like that. 24-0. Josh Allen looked like a reliable starter. He looked a lot better in his second game than he did in his first game. Uh, I, I don't know what to think of Minnesota right now. Yeah, I mean, that's just an embarrassment. Now, I mean, we'll talk about the Packers here in a second, I'm sure, but, you know, and that wasn't a good loss at all. But I think uh, Minnesota's loss was much worse. Buffalo was, uh, looked like the worst team in the league, looked like the worst team that's in the NFL that we've seen in a long time. And uh, they went into Minnesota, a tough place to play against, arguably the best defense in the league, Facing an offense who's supposed to be some superstar, next best thing since the Rams. What's like Everson Griffin's deal? I don't know. He has like mental problems or I, something. I really, I could give, I, my what? Th- I what? could give two shits about Everson Griffin and his mental problems. Um, my thing is, I, I think <laughs> Minnesota. That this is just a very hard game to look at. You know, Minnesota's supposed to be a contender this year. They're supposed to go to the Super Bowl. They're supposed to do all these things, and then they lose, have a dud game against Buffalo at home. Uh, I think this is a very, um, it's a very rough start if you're a Minnesota Vikings fan. I know one 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 doesn't sound that bad, and they're not in bad shape. But um, that loss over Buffalo really, really sucked them back. Rams versus Chargers. Rams won 33-23. Ram, if the Chiefs have the best offense, the Rams have the best all-around complete team. Right now, yeah. 
You you, know, you don't agree with that? Or? No, right now, yeah, but I, I think Green Bay wants to develop. Okay. That's not biased at all, folks. All right, the late game, Dallas versus Seattle. Seattle won 24-13. I don't think this game impacts anything at all. I think both these, both these teams suck. I think Dallas sucks. I think Seattle sucks. I don't think anything's going to change that. Yeah, I mean, I hate both these teams. I, I just don't see – I mean, there's promise in both teams. You know, Russell Wilson's a franchise quarterback. Um, Garrett's and gone. And then Ezekiel it's a fantastic running back for the Cowboys. So they've got talent on each team, but they just have, like, spots where they just look absolutely terrible, like the Seahawks offensive line and the Cowboys secondary. But, you know, I, I don't think either Dak of these Prescott's teams are contending this year. Shit. Zach Prescott is not good. He's shit. Um, and – the people that said he was a franchise quarterback after one year uh, were wrong, and I, I, you know, I think they really have to look at, you know, getting some competition, getting a veteran in there, because uh, Dak Prescott has not looked good. Yeah, Dak Prescott. I mean, he's it's been a rough year so far for him. All right, Atlanta versus New Orleans. Atlanta lost 43 to 37 in overtime. New Orleans has had some tough games, some tough matchups. Uh, I don't really know if they're good yet. Atlanta. Calvin Ridley had an out, had like a. Was a breakout game, three touchdowns, 160 yards. He looked pretty good. Uh, so I don't really know what to think of this yet. Atlanta lost one of their best defensive players again, Ricardo Allen. So this defense is just it's rough right now. Uh, same with New Orleans. I think their defense is, is struggling. Uh, so I think they'll be in a lot of shootouts over the next couple of uh, games. Yeah, I mean, these two teams are always seem to be in a shootout. And uh, it seems like if you, if from a fantasy standpoint, if you have – uh, Drew Brees or Matt Ryan, and they're going against each other. You better start them because they're about to go off. Uh, both defenses has have looked rough, and um, I, I just feel as if uh, these teams are going to depend on their offense if they want to go anywhere uh, in the playoffs. Cincinnati versus Carolina. Carolina won 31 to 21. Are the Bengals good, or and are the Panthers good? I think they're both good teams. I think the Bengals are going to be. Right there, neck and neck with the Steelers, and believe it or not, Steelers. I'm say the Browns for the division. What about the Ravens? I, I don't know if the Ravens. I think they're all there, uh, but the Ravens are way better than the Steelers and Browns. I, I don't know if that's correct. That is correct. Um, they had their two wins are over Denver, who you said is not good, and Buffalo, who we all agree is just not that great. Yeah, but I mean, they killed Buffalo, and they they killed, killed Buffalo with Nathan Peterman. They killed Buffalo with Josh Allen played a little bit in that game. He played when they were down 37 to nothing. They played in that game. And then the Broncos, who were undefeated, 2-0. Who'd they lose to? You said they were bad. They lost to the Bengals. Yes. Are the Bengals good? Yes, I think the Bengals are good. That's why I said that at the beginning of the thing. I, I think they're going to compete in that division. I think they got a shot at winning the division. Um, you were but, a big Bengals guy before the season started. But Andy Dalton uh, has got to play more consistent. They have got to figure out, you know, after this season, uh, if they don't go anywhere... Is this the last time we see Andy Dalton in a Bengals uniform? Um, or do you at least get him a quality starter to compete against? Um, because I think Andy Dalton needs someone to push him if the Bengals want to push over the top. Um, and as far as the Panthers go, Cam Newton's a great quarterback. He just looks dumb at times. And, you know, you worry about his durability at times. But the Panthers are a good team. They'll give some teams some fits. But I think both these teams are quality teams. And like I said, if you're a true contender... Uh, a fan of a contender, you don't want to see these teams on your schedule. All right, Tennessee versus Jacksonville, nine to six. Jacksonville had a great game last week. Came out, had a pretty bad performance versus Tennessee. 
I like Tennessee. I think Tennessee's a decent team. I think they're a playoff team. I think Jacksonville's obviously they're my Super Bowl pick. And this doesn't change it. They didn't have Fournette. Uh, they, it was kind of a trap game a little bit. Uh, but both it's, both sides didn't look great. I don't know. I don't think this is going to determine anything, though. Right? No, I mean, every contender uh, has their, you know, dud performances. I think that's this is just one of Jacksonville's. They're playing a, a rival, a team that knows them very well. So it's easy to get trapped in those games. I think people overlook rivalry games um, because, you know, both teams, you know, they play each other twice a year, so they know each other very well, and it's easy to lose to, you know, teams in your division. So I think this isn't a, a re- cause for concern in Jacksonville, but I would watch it because the lack of offense looked kind of rough. Oakland versus Miami. Miami won 28-20. They're 3-0. Oakland's 0-3. Oakland sucks. Miami, I think, is going to win the NFC, AFC East. Um, I think that's way too early to tell. I think you you hate on Tannehill so much, and he's so much better than you think. Yeah, but I think I think it's way too early to tell, and you're known you're know. known for making I don't know. those predictions earlier in the season. Uh, I mean, what my bold prediction that Bauer would win the Cy Young, and, and he's in, not he was in contention. He was in contention. <laughs> the Patriots are still there. Uh, I don't think they're done yet at all. Uh, you can say that all you want. We saw the same thing when they lost to Kansas City. They a haven't years lost ago. two two games in a and, row by um, double digits. We'll get into that. But I think I, I think uh, Miami looks good right now. I think they're definitely a team to watch for you know competing with the Patriots and a wild card team. Uh, but at Oakland, uh, they're very disappointing right now. Um, I will defend John Gruden to the grave. You said um, they have good coaching. I think they do have very good coaching. I think they're the talent is lacking. Um, I think Amari Cooper has always been overrated. Um, Derek Carr has got to find his groove again. Ever since his injury, he's fallen apart. Marshawn Lynch, you know, he's a good, solid veteran running back, but he's not going to provide a spark that they need. Uh, the offensive line is underplayed. Defense is underplayed. They need a pass rush. Should have kept Khalil Mack. But I think both these teams are interesting to watch, uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Oakland kind of fell apart more and more and more. Indianapolis versus Philadelphia, 20-16 to Philadelphia. Close game. I think Philadelphia is not that good. Obviously, Wentz is coming back off that injury, so can't say anything yet. But I think the Colts are pretty good. Uh, I think Philadelphia is overrated, and I think the Colts are underrated. I don't know how you're about to call the Super Bowl champions not that good. Because, what do you mean they're not that good? They lost to Tampa Bay, who I'll admit Tampa Bay has had a pretty good season so far. Um they almost lost to the Falcons, who played a horrible game. The Falcons looked terrible coming out week one. Um, and then they almost lost to the Colts. They're 2-1. Uh, they just got their starting quarterback back um, after, after off a tough injury. Yeah, I don't he, think you can call healthy? the Super Bowl champions well, you said You said Deshaun Watson is not that good, and he's coming off an ACL. But you said Wentz is going to be good, but he's coming off Well, we Well, we gave Deshaun Watson week one. Week two, and then week three, he just put up another dud. So if we he get, if he throw if Carson Wentz Carson comes out, Wentz had a good game. Let's say Carson Wentz comes out and he throws up a, a dud next week and a dud the week after that. You ready to rule him? As no, done? he just put but up a good game. Deshaun Watson has he put up a good game? Okay, this for a good game, what did he put up? Twenty points. What? He put up twenty points. How is he that st- a good he, game? He had a good game. He put up twenty points. He still threw a touchdown pass. His completion percentage was up. He threw for a bunch of yards. He's also without his number one option. Sean Watson's got He's numbers got and numbers and numbers of field. options on that offense. He's got Desha- saying, DeAndre Hopkins. He's saying, got Lamar Miller. He's got Will Fuller. Are you saying that the Eagles, that the uh, Texans, have better weapons than the Eagles? Right now, yes. How? 
They got three good running backs. They got one of the best tight ends in the league. They got the, a really good rookie tight end. They got wide receivers. Wide receiver. They got Aguilar, who's a good <laughs> wide receiver. DeAndre Hopkins, Will Fuller, Lamar Miller. I'd say I'd say they're running backs. Uh, Lamar Miller versus uh, who's the bell cow there? JJ. JJ Sproles and Clement. Those are th- Sproles is nothing. Sproles is one of the best pass catchers of all um, time out of the backfield. He's 56 years old. Um, I'm not debating this because it's not yeah, a debate. You don't know what you're DeAndre Hopkins, about. Will Zach Fuller. Ertz, Zach Ertz is the top three tight end receiver in the league. DeAndre Hopkins is top three wide receiver in the league. Nelson Aguilar is in top 20. Yeah, but you look who's the who's the Texans? Nelson Aguilar Texans is in top 20. Naming the Texans tight end. I couldn't. Exactly. There's Nelson Zach- Aguilar is in top 20. Uh, he's top 30. Will Fuller's top top 20. No, Will Fuller's not a top 20 receiver. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He's one of the best deep threats in the game. He's not a top 20 he's wide one of the receiver. Best deep threats You're in the saying league. he's better than... He's one of the best deep threats in the league. We can't obviously go through the 20 that I think are better because that's going to take forever. But there's no way in hell Will Fuller's a top 20 wide receiver. Top 20, top 25. Oh, my. Okay, well, we're, we're going to move past that idiot. Idiot dumb shit comment uh chicago versus arizona chicago won 16 to 14 uh close game closer than people thought i don't think chicago's as good as people think i think they're still up and coming young team um arizona they're they're crap they're one of the worst teams in the league i'd say they are the worst team now i would have given that to buffalo last week but i'll get i'll say arizona's the worst team in the league yeah i can agree there's not much to talk about on this game all right new england versus detroit New England lost, uh, hold on a second, 26-10. They looked like crap. They looked slow. Detroit was supposed to be a bad team. They lost. This is this back-to-back weeks. New England's lost by double digits. Uh, week one, they beat a bad Texans team, what we're calling it now. Texans are bad. Uh, things are cracking in the system here. People are saying, obviously, they'll get Josh Gordon, but you don't know how he's going to play in the Patriots system. They're getting Julian Edelman back uh, here soon, but Edelman hasn't played in over a year and a half, uh, and he's coming off an injury still. Uh, it's cracking. I know people are going to say it's not, but I think it's this is concerning if I'm a Patriots fan. Yeah, it's concerning, but we see it. They start slow about every year. But this is the slowest they've ever started. I think getting blown out to Kansas City, but not was two weeks worse. in a row. Then they came back and beat Cincinnati. I, exactly. I, I think they're one and two. I, you I just love to hype teams up after three weeks, but we see it every single. I'm not year. hyping the Patriots up. I'm not hyping the Lions up. I think I, the I, Patriots beat, lost to a bad Detroit team. They beat a bad Texans, and they lost to a good. Uh, you also have to look at Detroit team. and say, okay, Matt Patricia was in New England for 10 to 15 years. He, he knows the system in, the in and out. In. He, you don't, he doesn't know the offense? He's a he faces them every day. He's the defensive coordinator. He faces them He's every the day in practice. He um, faces the scout offense every day. He doesn't face the number no. of offense oh. every day in practice. Yes, he does, Travis. Do you Def- not know how They NFL don't run off- one versus one. Yes, they do. And they don't run. Yes, they do. No. Okay, so he knew they every. He knew the Patriots system. This isn't high school football, Travis. It is. No. They, they don't. They don't. They don't just go against the number one offense. The number one offense runs their plays, and they run their plays. They run the scout offense versus another team. They have a, They have the backup guys run the like the Lions plays. Why what are would, you talking about? They run the Lions plays, so you know how to defend them. There's scout teams every they level. They run one. No, what I'm saying is you say he didn't know the Patriots' offense. He does, but he doesn't know in and out. Yeah, he does. And you don't think Bill Belichick? You don't think Belichick knows that? 
Yeah, exactly. But you're looking at a a team that was very in. They had they were had an advantage over other teams as facing as far as facing the Patriots, and you can't say differently. They Belichick kills every year. Belichick, I forget the record, but he has a great record against his former coaches. Yeah, but those former coaches weren't there as long as Matt Patricia was there. I beg to differ. Yeah, so I think the Lions had a little bit... You're just... We'll talk about this at the end of the season when the Patriots are competing for another world championship. I think it's cracking. Okay. Well, I said in the offseason... You said, that this, you said, said the same thing I, against Kansas City when they lost. No, I did not yeah, at all. Did. Prove it. Show me those stats. Show me that, that quote. You can't just say, oh, you said the same thing too. All right. <laughs> no one knows right. how to talk to you. All right. Next game, uh, we'll go. Do you want to talk Packers? Or do you want to talk last night's game? I mean, last night's game, there's not much to talk about. All right. Yeah. 30 to 27. Fitzpatrick looked bad in the first half, good in the second half. I don't know. We'll get into that later. I got a segment on that. Uh, so we'll just move on. All right. Packers versus Washington. Read me the score, Trim. Uh, 31 to 17. Uh,. Bad game. Yeah, I, I just, on the Packers side. I um, think it's just one of those a contender just had a dud performance. Washington always seems to play to the level of their competition. Yeah, I mean they went. I I mean this just off the top of my head. I know they went in Seattle a couple years ago when they were a Super Bowl contender and they beat Seattle. But I, I don't know. I mean it's 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 a different. Uh, it's a different feel when you go into Washington. It's muddy. It's crappy. It's it's rainy. You know the fan. Not. I mean, I wouldn't say it's that great home field advantage, but you know it's easily a trap game. The field game. sucks. It's easily a trap game. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna put too much of my thought into it because I think the Packers will be fine. But you know, it was disappointing. Uh, that that Clay, was, that Clay should Matthews, have been a win. Clay Matthews hit. Go. The the Clay Matthews hit is bullshit. Uh, they're getting screwed. Um, if I was Mike McCarthy, I'd be arrested for murder. Um, I, I would have, I, I don't, I, if I had a shot at these refs, I'd kill them. But, um, you know, I can't, I, I don't know. I just think it's bullshit and they're screwing the Packers. And this is the first week, you know, the first two weeks, obviously we won the first week, but the second week that screwed us. Uh, that's the reason we tied with the Vikings. We would have beat the Vikings if it wasn't for that bullshit call. Uh, but this week, I'm not going to put the excuse saying we would have won, but that did impact the game, and they screwed the Packers over once again, and I don't know how you do that. And these refs should really look at what they're calling, and if it's if if it's what the league says, I guess they're going to keep calling it because it's what they're told to do, but that's just bullshit, and they're ruining games, and they're ruining football. They, you saw it last night, too, and if I was Clay Matthews, if I was Mike McCarthy, I would have pulled the team off the field and just stopped playing and then see what the NFL did. All right, well, there's your take. You'll get my take later in the show. Uh, other than that, we'll be back here next week, given our uh, next uh, show, given our predictions. So that's it. And uh, now on to the rest of the show. All right, so we hope you enjoyed that. Um, it was pretty uh, pretty good to get him back on, you know, get him working again, because I've been pretty much carrying uh, his ass for the last couple of weeks. So finally getting him to do some work. Um, so let's go to some injury news around the NFL, and then we'll wrap it up with uh, a little college talk. So Jimmy Garoppolo, like we said, tore his ACL. Uh, C.J. Beathard's going to be their guy, I guess, for the rest of the season. I don't think that's going to. Ha- I don't think that's going to stay consistent. I think they're going to go out and get a veteran. Um, you know, somebody like Tyrod Taylor, I could see now he's benched in Cleveland. Um, but go to Arizona. I think that's a solid. Uh, 
picking ground for a starting quarterback. If they're going with Rosen, I could see them easily uh, willing to trade a guy like maybe Sam Bradford or Mike Glennon. Um, I know those aren't sexy names. I think Mike Glennon and Sam Bradford are two of the most overrated quarterbacks of our generation. Um, but they could help. They do have starting experience. C.J. Beathard's a decent backup, but he's not a guy who's going to carry you throughout the season. Um, but this is just a huge blow for the 49ers. This was supposed to be the year they turned it around uh, officially. Uh, Garoppolo was playing well. Um, they lost Jarek McKinnon to an ACL. So it was just a huge blow week after week. Um, they're just losing guys left and right. Richard Sherman, we'll talk about that. Um, so hopefully you know, they find some sort of consistency at quarterback for the rest of the season. Other guys, Mama Wilkerson, out for the rest of the year. Uh, he broke his ankle. I guess it was pretty severe. Uh, Kentrell Bryce uh, rolled into him, broke his ankle first half. So what are you going to do there? Um, William Hayes tore his ACL. I would like to talk about that a little bit later. But you know what? We're going to talk about it now. William Hayes tore his ACL. If you watch the picture, watch the picture. if you look at the picture, uh, you can see at the point where he tore his ACL, and you can see he tore his ACL trying to hold off his body weight on Derek Carr. So we're, now we're getting at the point where defensive players are hurting themselves quite severely to protect the quarterback. So now you're easily, it's been known for the last couple of years, but now it's coming more evident that the NFL values quarterbacks' careers and lives uh, more than defensive players. And we've been talking about that for a while. We'll get to Clay Matthews now too. This rule is so stupid. There is no, I get the point behind it. You want to protect the quarterback because, you know, when you got a guy like Aaron Rodgers, you want him to play all 16 games. And he was pretty much the reason as to why we started this whole thing. Um, but they've taken it too far and there's so much just bullshit and of all corners right now uh you can't tell what is a penalty what's not um you know people are saying you know i if I, it's getting to the point now where all you have to do is just hug the quarterback and i think that's what you got to do now um because that clay matthews hit was not a penalty in any means you know you saw i saw a stat where out of the whole year last year the packers had one roughing the passer penalty and now they have four or five which is like the most in the league um so you're going to get more and more of these and it's ridiculous cuz he didn't hurt alex smith he didn't even like intend to hurt him it wasn't a dirty hit it was a clean hit he hit him he wrapped up he brought him to the ground and he rolled off right away and you saw that so it doesn't make sense to me as to what 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 we're doing here cuz we're trying to protect the quarterback but we're hurting the defensive players. You got guys like William Hayes, who's a good pass rusher, a good defensive lineman, who is now out for the rest of the season. That's going to impact his career, uh, his salary for the next couple of years because he has a torn ACL on his rap sheet. Um, and you're gonna, he's going to lose out on some money now because he tore his ACL. But it's okay because Derek Carr didn't get William Hayes' full body weight on him, so everything's all right. That's not fair. That's not right. That's not my NFL. Uh, it's becoming soft, like Clay Matthews said, and I just can't sit by and watch this anymore. Injuries are a part of the game. We understand that. Playing football, when you lace up the pads, you understand that you are going to get hurt. That's the price you have to pay if you want to pay, if you want to play football uh, for your career. You want to make millions of dollars. You know, it's not all fun and games. It's not all make a million dollars and uh, you know play games. You know, you're gonna get hurt. There's a, there's a risk in that. 
And obviously, I think the NFL is doing a better job at alleviating concussions. I think that was a big deal. I think the whole CTE thing was a problem because, you know, people were getting concussions and then they were being thrown back in there. But hurting defensive players is not going to fix this. And I think NFL is going to have to fix this somehow. They're going to have to clear up a lot of things. You know, what is a penalty, what's not. Because the Clay Matthews, that's not a penalty. I'll argue that the week one, that was a penalty. I guess you can argue that week two. I don't think it was a penalty at all, but you could argue that as well. Um, but week three, that was just, there's no way that was a penalty. There's no way Aaron, he could have done that any cleaner, I guess, unless he just picked him up and laid him down. Um, but that's my two cents on that. I get it. I, I'm a Packer fan, so I'm going to come off as biased as to why I'm angry about this. But I think most of the NFL, everybody's kind of sick of it. Next guy, uh, Richard Allen tore his Achilles. That's a huge blow to the Falcons. He got a huge extension over the season. Uh, now the Falcons are without three of their top defensive players. This is going to hurt them a lot. They're going to need some safety help. A lot of teams need safety help, and Eric Reed's still out there. I get it. Eric Reed is a political figure in the NFL. He's pretty much Colin Kaepernick, um, the second, you know, wave of this he's been blackballed i think it's obvious uh if you wouldn't have sat for the anthem if you wouldn't have supported kaepernick he would have been signed already because he's a good safety um but it's getting ridiculous now you eric reed said he wouldn't need his nfl career is pretty much over it's looking like right now because nobody's signing him nobody's giving him looks uh so i think the falcons could look into bringing him in the packers could obviously look into bringing him in um other guys Richard Sherman, Marcus Peters, uh, Sean Lee, they're all going to be out multiple weeks. That hurts all those teams. Sean Lee, I mean, he's hurt every single year. Uh, but other than that, that is uh, what we wanted to talk about. Uh, so now we're going to move on to the college game. Uh, I'm looking for my notes. Uh, where... But like I said, that is going to hurt a lot. Hold on, I'm missing a page of notes here. Going to have to pause this maybe. Oh, no, there it is. All right, so college. Week week four, got a couple thoughts. Kentucky and Texas, those are two good teams now. Kentucky, Benny Snell is one of the best running backs in college football. Easy Heisman candidate. I think um, – they're on the rise right now. They look really good. Uh, Texas has beaten two good opponents in a row. Not so sure on them yet, but it's looking like the Herman thing's working out. Scott Frost is having a rough time in Nebraska. Don't quit on him yet. It's going to take a couple years for him to turn it around. I think UCF had a lot of talent, um, and he just you know helped to bring that out a little bit more. Um, I don't think Nebraska has a lot of talent, so it's going to take a couple years for guys to start buying in and stuff like that. Uh, best game out of week four was Stanford-Oregon. Obviously, I think both of those are really good teams. Justin Herbert is, I think, the best quarterback prospect in the last couple of years. He's going to be a huge name in the draft, so keep a watch on him. Another guy that's going to be a huge name in the draft in the upcoming years is Trevor Lawrence. The guy from Clemson, we've been talking about him. He is going to be starting next week. I forget who they're playing. He beat out Kelly Bryant. Uh... I think Kelly Bryant's a good quarterback, but Trevor Lawrence is just too good, too big of an arm to really sit him behind Kelly Bryant and explain it, explain it in a uh, a good way because you need to start Trevor Lawrence. So I'm excited. Uh, he's a freshman phenom, like we said, number one quarterback in the country. We'll see how he does. Kelly Bryant start sitting. Kelly Bryant is either going to really help them because you're going to get Trevor Lawrence, or it's going to hurt them because you're losing that starting experience. So 
if Trevor Lawrence struggles in his first couple starts, don't automatically put the suck tag on him. He's fine. He's just going to take a little bit to get it going a little you know, more. But that's college football. We do now want to move to uh, some other sports like golf. But before that, these home cuts been supporting our show since week one. Obviously, they're the best place around Northeast Ohio uh, for a great haircut at a low price. For only $7, you can get a haircut and styling. Cheapest haircut you'll ever find. Dom is always upgrading his equipment so he can give you the best haircut possible. Go to his Instagram at these home cuts. Uh, set up an appointment in his bio. Send him a DM if you have any questions. Um, and he'll help you out because he's trying to expand the brand. We're all trying to expand the brand. These home cuts, professional haircuts at a low price. So we had a huge weekend um, in the sport of golf. It was a tour championship, FedEx Cup. Uh, Justin Rose took home the FedEx Cup. But my guy, Tiger Woods, after five years of nothing, finally won his first golf tournament. It was insane. It was one of the greatest moments, I think, in the last couple years of sports. It takes a lot. For me to turn off an NFL Sunday and put on a different sport or a TV show. But when I heard, I was watching it all day Saturday. When I knew he was going to be competing, um, we watched the Packers games at BW3s. So there's a bunch of TVs. We were able to watch it and uh, at BW3s um, during the Packers game. We were able to watch him. And he was just hitting shot after shot. He was one stroke away from really winning the FedEx Cup, which would have been insane, uh, because going into it, uh, I was reading up on it, he had like, I think there was like five or six scenarios uh, that needed to work out in his favor if he were to win uh, the FedEx Cup and that $10 million prize, um, sadly, he didn't get that, um, he felt like one or two strokes short, um, Justin Rose, you know, played really well, uh, but it was just, it was one of the most emotional experiences in sports in the last couple years for me. Uh, when he when he hit that uh, shot in 18, he was walking down to the greens, uh, and there was just a huge crowd of people walking behind him. You, know, you could see the emotion in his face, and he was just, he was Tiger again. And I think that's what we've been looking for the last couple years. We've been missing it the last couple years. Uh, you know, people who don't watch golf don't probably understand how amazing this comeback actually was because like a year or two ago he didn't even know if he was gonna be playing golf ever again he didn't know if he could ever swing a golf club ever again and to come back from a back fusion surgery um and just absolutely dominate it was really fun to watch and i think you know he finally broke through he's been he's been tapping at that ceiling all all uh season so far he finally broke through um, and I think we're going to see a lot more uh, of these wins over the next couple of years. He obviously won his first uh, tournament in a long time. Next next goal is to win a major. Um, well, obviously, next goal is to win the Ryder Cup. And then if him and Phil Mickelson are playing on Thanksgiving weekend, uh, which he'll absolutely crush Phil. Uh, no disrespect to Phil Mickelson, but he's no Tiger Woods right now. Um, and I think we're going to see Tiger Woods next season just take uh, the PGA Tour by storm and just start w- winning tournament after tournament, major after major, and become that Tiger Woods again. Uh, You know, this isn't a peak. This isn't where he's just going to, as soon as he wins, and then he's going to slowly start to back down again. I think he's finally uh, figured out how to play. You know, he had to switch up his whole different, he had a whole different playing style uh, due to his back surgery. So now I think we're going to see Tiger slowly start to become uh, 
the Tiger Woods of the past, and it's just going to be awesome for the sport of golf uh, and sports in general. So I'm just really excited to watch that, and it's going to be a uh, a fun season uh, next year. But obviously, like I said, we got the Ryder Cup um, coming up this weekend. But like I said, it takes a lot for me to turn off an NFL game day. Um, but Tiger Woods winning him tournament was amazing. Just the emotion in the crowd and people were crying everywhere. Um, you could see, you know, just the frustration on his face the last couple of years. And to finally taste victory again, it was it was a special moment. And I know people who don't watch golf are gonna, you know, hate on this, but that was I think the best comeback in all of sports history. One of the best sports stories in sports history. It's not the best, but one of the best. Uh, there's just so many, but Tiger winning. I mean, it, it showed everybody that, you know, no matter how hard, you know, it may seem, no matter how difficult it may seem, no matter how big the mountain may be to climb, anybody can do it if you just keep working at it and keep pushing. Uh, so congrats to Tiger. We're excited to see him, you know, perform this Ryder Cup and, you know, down the line uh, next season. Let's go to baseball now. I wanted to talk about the standings. Like I said, uh, we go through these every single week. So it's pretty much locked up. It's, I think it's officially locked up now pretty much. Houston hasn't clinched the division yet, but that's going to happen here soon. Uh, so the AL, like I said, it hasn't changed. It's still Boston, Houston, Cleveland, 1-2-3, uh, and then Yankees and Oakland, 4-5. Uh, that's pretty much clinched now, uh, and that's settled. National League, getting a little tight, but I think uh, we'll slowly start to see it happen. Only one team's clinched in the NL, and that's the Atlanta Braves, which is big. Uh, they clinched their division. Uh, the Dodgers, I think, are going to take that third seed. Uh, let me see the lead here. Yeah, Colorado's a game and a half behind. It's going to be tough for them to close it. They can, but I think the Dodgers are playing pretty well right now. So, uh, the Amer in the wild card, I think it's. St I think St. Louis is going to be the wild card team. One of the wild card teams. They're going to be the away wild card team, and it's between Chicago and uh, the Brewers. For that first seed and that home wild card game, I think Milwaukee's going to get the wild card game. I think the Cubs are going to win the division. Uh, although it's getting tighter, it's been tight a lot the whole season, and the Cubs have kind of stayed ahead. So I think the Cubs still have that uh, that advantage there. But they did have a pretty uh, crazy week. Uh, Addison Russell, like I said, I didn't do a lot of research on the story because it was just so sickening. Uh, he. Uh, Getting accused by his wife for, you know, mentally and verbally and physically abusing her, like, terribly. I didn't read the whole thing, but Brian was telling me it's just the terrible things he did to her. Uh, so he's been suspended. I, he, hopefully he never comes back. Hopefully he never plays another game in the MLB. Uh, and hopefully he gets punished for what he did. But that's that's just one of the stories, stories in sports you really don't like to hear. But basketball now, we're going to move on a little bit of a... It's kind of sad. That's no, not sad. Who cares? Jimmy Butler. He wants to be traded from the Timberwolves. Uh, not a big surprise. I think the Timberwolves are one of those underachieving teams. Uh, Butler has had kind of a conflict with, uh, he likes Thibodeau, I think, but he has a huge conflict with Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns because Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns are two of the most talented young players in the league. Um, but Butler claims they don't put the work in like he does. And if you know, Jimmy Butler is probably one of, if not the hardest workers in all of NBA. He's made His hard work and his tenacity has made him into a top 20 player. Um, and he just looks at guys like Anthony, uh, 
Anthony Wiggins, uh, Andrew Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, he looks at those two guys and he sees, you know, they have high, high ceilings, but they just aren't ready to put in the work like Jimmy Butler has and is still doing. Um, so he wants the trade. Um, I get, I, there's a bunch of rumors with uh, Butler and Carl Anthony Towns' girlfriend. That could be true, but I think it's more of the work thing and that's where the rift kind of started and it's just grown from there. Um, so I think that's the problem right now. He's gonna get traded. I guess he wants to go to he he wants to go to the Clippers, the Nets, or the Knicks. So basically, he wants to go to a team where he can just be the star, collect the most money, the teams that can offer him max deals, and then he can just be in a fun city like New York or Los Angeles. Uh, he's not a huge, you know, off the court problem, but uh, I think he just wants to kind of make the most money possible. I don't think championships is really a big deal for him, because um, if it was, he wouldn't be going to the Nets, the Knicks, or the Clippers. Um, so those are some good spots for him if he wants to cash that check and secure that bag. But uh, we'll see what happens there. We're going to move now to some question and answer and some segments. But before that, show is always brought to you by A's Lawn Service. 2014, A's has been providing professional landscaping services to many homes around Northeast Ohio. By using professional equipment, A's constantly strives to provide families with professional landscaping at a low and fair price. Uh, turn to A's for all your landscaping and home needs, and you'll never uh, be disappointed, and your home will never look better. It's fall. It's officially fall season. It's officially hoodie and sweatshirt season. It's getting cold out. You don't want to be freezing outside, uh, mowing the lawn, doing the leaves. Turn to A's. Call the phone number 330-241-2392. 330-241-2392. And the email is lawnservice.a's at gmail.com. Give them a call, send them a quick email, and get uh, and treat yourself to a, uh, a perfectly manicured lawn um, this fall. Uh, other than that, Turn to A's, A's Lawn Service, LLC, you grow it, we cut it. So, we got some segments to get to right now. So, we got the Winston Worry Meter. Uh, it was a crazy Monday night football game. Chris Conti's life getting absolutely destroyed um, uh, on national television. And, and Brian Fitzpatrick finally getting another start in the league. Um, it was rough. I'll give him that. I traded for him in fantasy. I believed in the hype, and he kind of regressed a little bit. Uh, he threw a touchdown quick right off the bat um, to Cameron Brait. Then he threw three interceptions, a pick six. Then he threw two touchdowns in the second half, got the Buccaneers into contention, but the defense isn't great, and they blew it. The Buccaneers, I don't think, are a good team. I think Fitzpatrick has just been putting up absurd numbers, and that's kind of helped their defense out a little bit, a lot, a, a lot. They have good weapons, and when they have a good quarterback, this is a good team. Uh, and I think Fitzpatrick right now is a good quarterback. So we're getting to the Winston worry meter. Uh, I think he's coming back next week. I'm not sure. I should have checked on that. I'm not sure, um, but maybe I'll I'll check on that right now. But where's the worry meter at? If it was at a 10 last week, it's at a 9.1 right now. It's not as high as it was. Uh, he, he can calm down a little bit. Those picks hurt. But they still, he got them in the opportunity to win. He got them right there to beat a good Steelers team. He, he, he could have uh, won that game if he wouldn't have thrown those picks. Uh, and he really, you know, he stepped up in the second He stepped up in the second half. Uh, it's three games for Winston, so he'll be back next week. So we'll get a decision this week by Dirk Cutter. They play the Bears. Um, it's going to get a decision who starts and who doesn't. Um, even if they decide to start Winston, 
I think the leash, the leash is short for both guys. Whoever they start, let's say they start Winston and he struggles. I think Cutter's not going to be opposed to going right back to uh, uh, Fitzpatrick, especially with playing the Bears. They got a good pass rush. Um, so maybe they want a guy a little bit more mobile, so I could see them going with Winston. Um, but let's say, you know, they start Fitzpatrick. And he does he does what he did last he did he does what he did last week last night in the first half uh, in this game I could see Cutter going with uh, Winston in the second half so the leash is very short for both guys uh, it's gonna get a decision this week if I'm Winston I'm worried because I'm sure he thought that Fitzpatrick will come in go one and two two, two and one like he did one and two oh and three um, and he would get the starting job but he's not gonna it's not as cut, cut and dry as people think the fan base base is growing uh, is his the fan base's love for uh, Fitzpatrick is growing you saw it last night with all the beards and stuff uh, so it's gonna be tough to just pull the cord on Fitzpatrick right away so my prediction he starts Fitz, Fitzpatrick. And he plays well, and he plays well again. And I think Fitzpatrick has one of those years that is just absolutely insane. And I think Winston gets pissed and slowly starts to resent Dirk Cutter. Uh, and then when Fitzpatrick starts to suck, it's just a giant mess. And that's what Fitzpatrick does. He goes somewhere as the backup. He, he uh, gets called in to start, plays so well, uh, named the starter, forces the old starter out of the building, uh, collects that check, uh, and then sucks, gets cut, moves on to the other team as a backup, and the cycle repeats over again. So let's go to some question and answer. Uh, people wanted us to check in on the rookie quarterbacks. Uh, Sam Darnold went 15 for 31, two interceptions, and a loss to the Browns. Baker, 17 for 23 yards, 201 yards, and a receiving touchdown. Uh, Josh Rosen, four... Whoa, I wrote that wrong. Oh, no, Josh Rosen, not Josh Allen. Josh Rosen went 4 for 7, 36 yards and an interception. Uh, Allen went 15 for 22, 196 yards, one passing touchdown, two rushing touchdowns. So we'll rank the performances. Josh Allen, I think, played the best. Then go, I'd go Baker. And then I'd go Rosen, and then I'd go Darnold. Why would I go Rosen when he only went 4 for 7, 36 yards and interception? Because uh, Darnold had a full week to prepare. Rosen wasn't supposed to be thrown in there. He was thrown in so late versus a good defense. Uh, I don't know what Steve Wilkes was thinking there, but uh, he decided to throw Rosen in. Rosen will be getting the start next week, though, so I'm really excited for that because I think he's going to be the best quarterback out of this whole bunch. Um, I wish he could sit for a couple years, but you know, sharks are born swimming, so he's going to get out there and he's just going to you know play, and we'll see what happens. So, Darnold is falling a lot. I don't think He's ready to start to win. It's going to take a little bit. I don't think he's going to uh, wow anybody, but it's going to take a little bit. I think he'll turn into a decent starter. So Darnold's four, Rosen's three, Baker's two, and then Josh Allen played the best out of anybody. I don't think anybody expected that. So next question, thoughts on Le'Veon Bell. So Le'Veon Bell is going to be traded. Uh, they have already put him on the trading block. Uh, that is a... Uh, not, not a big surprise, a little bit, but uh, some names I'd watch for are the Lions. They need a running back. The 49ers could could uh, trade for uh, Le'Veon, uh, kind of rely on him while uh, they're still waiting on Jimmy G to get healthy. Uh, Green Bay is a, is a sleeper team. I've heard a lot of reports around them, but I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think it's going to happen, but I wouldn't be surprised. They're kind of my dark horse team. Um, so that's something to watch for, of course. 
Last question, and then we'll get out of your hair and wrap this show up. Who are my good teams? Who are my bad teams? So I got two good teams, four bad teams. This week was just a complete mess uh, in terms of power rankings. It's really hard to tell who's good and who's bad. But I got two good teams that I know for sure are good, and that's the Rams and the Chiefs. The Rams are the most complete team. The Chiefs have the best offense. Uh, Those are two good teams. Those are the upper tier. Bad, I got four. I think Oakland's bad. I think Houston's bad. I think the Cardinals are bad, and I think the 49ers are bad now without Jimmy G. Uh, So other than that, was that six teams, two good, four bad? So 26 teams I still don't know yet. The jury's still out on a couple of these guys. I'm not sure where to rank them. You know, as the weeks go, we'll we'll add to this list, I think. I had Tampa Bay on here with a question mark, but they kind of didn't play that well last night. Uh, So we'll see uh, as the season goes. But so far, I think the only good teams are the Rams and the Chiefs, the only sure good teams. uh, And the the true bad teams are Oakland, Houston, the Cardinals, and the 49ers. So with that, that's the end of our show today. I want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, ask that you go into iTunes, give us five stars, rate, review us, and subscribe. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors, D's Home Cuts and A's Lawn Service. Um, follow us on Twitter at TNT Sports Talk 1-2. TNT Sports Talk, Aaron Rodgers number at the end if you ever get confused. that's Go to Twitter. The DMs are open no matter what. If you follow us or not, you should give us a follow, though, so you don't miss uh, updates on, on the shows. Um, you can send us questions for us to answer. Send us uh, requests if you want to be a guest. We're always looking for guests, no matter how much or how little you know about sports. We'd love to have you on and get your takes on some of these opinions. Uh, it's kind of a release. It's fun. So come on the show if you want, uh, if you're interested. It's If you want to just talk about sports and get all your bad takes out of the way, uh, all these takes that you've been holding up inside of you, get them out in the public, get them known. Uh, you know, you, you make some bad takes when you're on here. You make some bad calls, uh, but it's better to be on, you know, standing on solid ground on one side than just be, you know, unknown. So come in here and give me your takes. Send us your questions, your comments, your concerns, always uh, what you like, what you didn't like, and stuff like that. Listen to us tomorrow on 12 Ounce from 7 to 8 a.m. Uh, follow us on YouTube. Subscribe uh, if you would like to listen to our shows on there. But you can listen to them on iTunes. It's probably the easiest way if you have an iPhone. Other than that, we thank you for listening today. Uh, have a great t- have a great Wednesday. Have a great rest of your Tuesday if you're listening to us now. Um, we ask that you uh, keep listening, keep supporting as the show gets better and better each and every single week. Other than that, tune in on Thursday. Uh, we're gonna have a great show. Gonna give you our predictions and a couple other things that we got in the bag. Uh, it's a little bit of a surprise, so tune in on Thursday. Thanks, guys.